Welcome to episode 4 of season 8 of The Versatile Writer, the podcast that aims to provide help and support for like-minded writers. This week's episode looks at trusting your gut. This is quite a short episode today, but I hope you like it. On The Versatile Writer, I try to include all kinds of aspects of writing from the writer's point of view to the writing itself. I generally speak from my own experiences as I find it's better to give authentic examples of what has or hasn't worked for me in the past because chances are you may well have found the same dilemma, challenge or situation yourself. I've also recently discovered that my thing in life is to care about others, in this case writers, especially new ones. I love to nurture them and help them grow into the best of themselves So it makes sense that the overriding theme on most of my podcasts, my blogs and my business is to help writers succeed. I do this by whichever means they need because it's very much a tailor-made process. It might be through raising confidence in their work, hand-holding, empowerment or guidance. If it sounds like something you'd benefit from, somebody you know would benefit from, then why not check out my site where you'll find my books as well and some freebies too. That's loveofbooks.co.uk Topics raised on The Versatile Writer can be continued on The Versatile Writer Facebook group, a page dedicated to this podcast. This week I'm going to share with you some behind-the-scenes thought processes and decisions and because that opens me up to your opinions and judgments and potentially makes me vulnerable... It's going to be awkward. However, I'm going to trust my gut on this. So this week's episode, trusting your gut. Tricky one, this. You know, it's funny. I hear so many well-known writers announcing to the rest of us how you can be successful if you just trust your gut. It's tough to do that, you know. When you're going through a rough patch or the words are just not coming along as you would hope, trusting your gut to do what exactly? Help you write the story, help you complete the story, help you get a better business, help you get more clients, help you get any clients at all. I mean, trusting your gut really means using your intuition. And in today's world, our intuition can be right for about a minute before everything changes. So trusting your gut sounds like it really means being flexible and adaptable with your intuition like putting a bet on the best choice horse because it's all such a gamble really, isn't it? Or is that then saying that I don't actually trust my gut? Maybe the problem isn't my gut or indeed any other body part. Maybe it's that those well-known authors measure success in a different way to me. To be honest, some days I measure it by whether or not I got out of bed and other times by how much I've written or if I've completed all the tasks I set myself that day. Maybe I ought to start measuring my success by how many books I've sold or how many clients I've got or how much money's coming in each month. I mean, that's where most people measure success, isn't it? And we can't avoid it. We do need money or else how will we pay our bills or eat? So then if I apply trusting my gut to how many books I sell, surely by the end of the week I'll have sold a few or a few hundred. Gosh, that would be fab, wouldn't it? I'll let you into a secret here. I did give it some thought as to whether to share this, as it technically does make me vulnerable. But hey-ho, I'll trust my gut as it seems the right thing to do, because others listening may be going through the same slump, and this could help them. 
And besides, how hypocritical would I be if I wasn't open with you, but telling you to be open with me? Right, freelancing can be feast or famine. Right now, for me, it's a bit more famine. Thankfully, I have an employed husband who supports me through tough times. If the situation were reversed, I'd have no hesitation whatsoever doing the same for him. That's how marriage works. You do for each other. We are partners. Back to trusting my gut, though. I believe that if you put in the work, outcome results. Thus, I've put in a lot of work, effort, energy, blood, sweat and tears into a marketing strategy for my business. Yes, I'm getting engagement, but turning those engagements into sales is the tricky bit. I'm also currently creating another asset. It's taken a while longer than I expected, doesn't it always, because I lost my confidence halfway through. It's returning now, so that's better. Isn't it interesting though, after almost four decades of writing, every so often I lose my confidence. But I've got almost everything on the right path and I'm back to trusting my gut. Any outside happenings are completely out of my control. I cannot, by myself, alter the political climate. I cannot, by myself, alter the financial climate. I cannot, by myself, alter consumers' likes and dislikes. None of that is within my control. However, that which is in my control, I can alter, which is why I issue daily blog posts on social media about a variety of literary topics to suit many tastes. I can also make decisions on the future of my business. I can decide when, how and if I need to adapt and evolve its workings. I've done it several times in the 11, nearly 12 years I've been self-employed. I can also decide to trust my gut. If you find yourself in a similar boat to me, maybe we can do this together and remind ourselves that... Number one, there is no right way because life changes daily. What might have been right yesterday may not be right for today and might be completely out of bounds for tomorrow. Number two, trust our intuition because let's face it, what else do we have? Number three, what we feel is valid. Number four, that we need to keep hold of all the self-belief we have and garner more if possible because that's what's going to carry us to our goals. Number five, then with all that under our belts, we need to continue with our self-motivation. Interestingly, have you ever noticed how much easier it is to motivate somebody else, even a competitor, than it is to motivate ourselves? Crazy state of affairs that, isn't it? Number six, lastly, that self-promotion is a good thing. We've learned over the years how not to blow our trumpet, and to do so makes us big-headed. Yet in business, we need to do exactly that, because if we don't, who will? As business people, we ought to be standing there above the parapets, yelling at the tops of our voices that our products and services are fantastic value for money, and potential clients ought not even look elsewhere, because what they want is right here. If you're in a similar position to me and you'd like to chat about it, perhaps in a support stroke networking scenario, I'd really like to hear from you. You can get in touch in the usual ways via my site, loveofbooks.co.uk, my email, sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk, or on social media. All of my handles are on my website.
Whichever way you choose, it will be good to hear from you so we can trust our collective guts together. Until next time, thank you for listening.